Welcome back to DevCast. Today I will talk about a very interesting subject, I think, and that's Angular, and it's not Angular 1, it's Angular 2. Yes, now I got someone to talk about Angular 2, and I got a real expert, a real Google expert, your official Google expert, Maximian Salnikov from Russia and Norway. Welcome. Yes, thank you. I'm here. Yeah, you are here. And um, I got you from uh, from a friend of mine working at Google called Robert. Uh, his name is Robert Newman, and he said you are a really good guy to talk about Angular too. So we should do that. But first, who are you? Okay, so my name is Maxim. Uh, I'm front-end web developer. I work in a company called uh, Fordrock. And this is a company which develops identity management solutions. And I work in special team inside this company, dedicated CTO team. And I work not on main products, but on future concepts of our products. So I always experiment on my work. I am creating different uh, kind of demos of our future products, uh, different uh, proof of concepts. That's why I really like to use uh, the latest technologies. And uh, often I use uh, frameworks, libraries, um, methodologies uh, that are really new. And uh, often they are in alpha versions. And uh, that happens, happened with Angular, for example. I really like to try Angular 2, and I started uh, doing it a uh, long time ago, uh, after it, uh, just uh, early alpha versions uh, uh, appeared, but fortunately now it's more or less stable beta, and uh, I can't wait for uh, it to be released. Yeah. So, yes, that's me. And uh, on uh, evening time, I organize um, meetups here in Oslo, Norway. Uh, these are two main um, meetups I run uh, Angular JS Meetup, uh, Oslo, of course, and the uh, second is uh, Mobile Meetup. Um, so I cover uh, front-end and mobile technologies uh, on my events. I invite speakers, I organize events, and having fun. Mm, great. And you are an official Google expert also. How come? Yes. Uh, last Autumn, I was happy to join uh, this uh, great team of Google developer experts. And, uh, we are kind of um, a layer between Google and uh, millions of uh, developers uh, who use Google technologies. So our mission is uh, to spread the information, the latest concepts, uh, latest products from, from Google and answer the questions uh, about uh, all the Google products, uh, platforms, methodologies. Uh, and I, I'm really happy to, to take part in this program because uh, it gives uh, kind of direct access to Googlers for, for example, I take part in uh, official uh, Angular Slack team, so I can always uh, ask um, creators of Angular uh, some some questions. Uh, I can uh, um, comment on 
some ideas i can uh, suggest some ideas and and so on so uh, i'm really uh, deep uh, uh, deeply involved uh, into into the web technologies from google and uh, into angular as a part of it and of course uh, it's really nice to attend the expert summit once a year in mountain view <laughs> that's, that's super cool. I understand that. We have a similar program at Microsoft, uh, of course, and they, they are really great to have these kind of experts that have a foot both in the real world and in the product groups and so on. Yeah, so but uh, it's uh, hard uh, to understand that I'm not a Google employee because mm -hmm. often uh, when I tell that I'm Google developer expert, people start thinking that, oh, this guy's from Google. No, 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 I'm, I'm just part of, of this program so i'm not a kind of official google representative no you can say whatever you want yes, so, yeah. yes, yes. That, that's really great because now we really need to learn about angler and could you take the take a step back and, and told to tell us the whole story about angler from uh, angler uh, one or angler zero to now angler two um uh... I'm not uh, so deep into history, but I can uh, tell some uh, main main steps. Yeah. Uh, so Angular 2, uh, uh, Angular appeared back to 2009, and uh, you can imagine that web was completely different uh, those years. And uh, yes, now the requirements uh, to web applications are dramatically different uh, comparing to those uh, which were seven years ago. And uh, really, really many good things happened uh, with web. For example, uh, last summer we got approved uh, ES 2015 standard with really serious uh, Nice new features, and uh, it's actually this is first uh, major update of the language uh, since uh, since the same year, by the way, it's 2009 when Angular appeared. Uh, I'd like to emphasize uh, classes and modules, which uh, which will work uh, really nice with Angular 2. Uh, what what else uh, appeared? Um, web components were introduced in uh, 2011 and um, allows, uh, they, they, they allow developers to abstract from uh, HTML, from from DOM and uh, to think uh, about applications like about uh, separate uh, components uh, which will not uh, which, which, which are shielded from each other thanks to Shadow DOM part of uh, this web component standard, and it also emulated in uh, Angular 2. Uh, and last but not least, uh, reactive uh, methodology approach uh, paradigm, whatever. Um, it's really really good fit for current state of requirements to web applications. Uh, so I mentioned all these new. Things that appeared since uh, 2009 for better understanding why uh, Angular team decided uh, to rewrite 
this framework from scratch. It was not so easy solution. Uh, yes, you, you all understand that uh, there are millions of uh, applications written in uh, Angular and uh, a huge amount of uh, developers uh, who know Angular 1 and uh, yes, it was... Uh, it must have, been, must have been a very big decision, I think, to, yes, to, to yes, do breaking yes. changes. Yes, it's breaking changes. And uh, uh, I can say that uh, it's... We can say uh, about Angular 2, this is completely new framework. We could call it not Angular 2, but different name. Uh, by the way, do you think that uh, if you say it by a different name, should do you think that Angular 1 will be, be still developed when uh, Angular 2 is released? Will it be a separate path, a separate repository or something like that? Uh, they are separate repositories from from the beginning uh, so if you uh, i mean if do you think that uh, angular 1 will be uh further developed when angular 2 is released will it be any new features in angular 1 also do you think uh i'm not sure about uh, new features uh, like really new ones but uh what uh i'm sure and the uh, angular team uh, contributes uh, to to this there will be features uh, migrated from uh, angular 2 back to angular 1 and uh, actually they are already there for example if you check uh, the latest guide on angular uh, 1.5.2 there is component component router it appeared this week uh, so first um, component appeared in Angular 1, which kind of migrated from Angular 2, and now we can build routing based on uh, components. So I can say that um, uh, Angular 1 will get uh, more and more features uh, from uh, Angular 2. It's, so so it's, you don't think that if you have an Angular 1 site today, you don't need to upgrade to Angular 2 and do so much changing because of the new version, you, you will be fine with Angular 1 for a mm, while. Of course, of course, uh, it really depends on, on the exact case. Uh, of course, no reason to throw away all the code base from uh, Angular 1 and uh, it, it, it's really case specific. So, Angular team... Um, put um, uh, much effort on um, figuring out the transition way. And uh, we have some practices, we have some tools, some libraries, uh, for example, ng-forward, ng-upgrade, um, to make this transition as smooth as possible. Of course, it can't be done uh, automatically. No way, because um, changes are are really serious, not mm. not in syntax, of course, but in the whole architecture, how mm. we build our applications. So I, I could say that uh, Angular 1 forced you to build nicely architected applications, uh, for example, uh, compared to, I don't know, jQuery ones. So you, you 
had to think about architecture first. Angular 2 makes it even more strict. So um, you can't uh, build really, really bad, uh, badly architected up on uh, Angular 2 because uh, it uh, introduces all the modern front-end uh, stack um, paradigms like uh, data flow, like uh, decomposing to independent and reu reusable components. So you have to you have to think um, really careful first about how your application will be architected. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was it was not so strict in uh, Angular One. So this is one of the reasons you can't just. Uh, click the button and uh, transit your code from one to two. Mm. But should, should, should we go back to, uh, you started to, to answer the question, I think, and I, I interrupt you, I'm sorry about that, but when why did uh, the Angular team choose to do this Angular 2 and make it even a breaking change? Why, why, why did you do that? Uh, to... was, it, was it so important to, to, to change the architecture or... Yes, 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 of course. Uh, I, I started all this uh, history talk uh, uh, just for better understanding that uh, no, no nice way to just upgrade the framework uh, which was introduced seven years ago. Uh, unfortunately, technologies in front-end stack changed uh, really seriously. And... Uh, Yes, uh, to follow the modern web standards, uh, they had to build uh, the framework from scratch. So it just, um, uh, I, I think it was uh, right, right decision and uh, the, the only possible actually. No possibilities to apply all, all the new web stuff to old code base. Unfortunately not. Well, well, and um, uh, for us that are no expert at Angular, Angular 1 or Angular 2, can you say what, what the biggest differences is between uh, Angular 1 and Angular 2? Just uh, an overview. Biggest difference? Yeah. I, think, I, I think the way, uh, the way we think about, uh, about our application. So maybe Maybe I could start with um, cornerstones of Angular 2 then. Uh, and, and the first one and uh, the most important uh, entity term in Angular 2 is a component. It looks pretty obvious that you have to decompose your application into independent and uh, uh, reusable components. And uh, it's a really common uh, approach for any language, any any stack, web, or or not. But uh, it became possible uh, on the web uh, only. I can say I can say uh, last last years uh, why when things like uh, web components appeared. Uh, so before, uh, you know, it was just impossible to, uh, for example, uh, 
create a style sheet for your um, for, for part of your application which will not affect the, the rest of web page so you you had to use some prefixes uh, the tooling whatever but and uh, anyway it uh, it was kind of hack uh, but now now that's uh, that's possible mm. uh, so so uh, of components is the uh, self uh, self um, Encapsulated the feature. Is this, uh, is uh, is it both uh, the the visuals and the code, or is it just the visuals, or is it both a component a component in Angular? Both. Oh. Uh, uh, we can say about uh, component in Angular as uh, quantum of your application. Uh, uh, technically, in Angular one terms, uh, this is uh, a controller with uh, its uh, own template and encapsulated styles. And uh, encapsulated in in this context means that these styles will not affect uh, the rest of your application. They are shielded, and uh, um, it happens because of. Angular 2 emulates uh, the Shadow DOM, which is one of four key components, uh, key parts of Web Components uh, standard. And uh, yes. Uh, so components is anyway the, one of the foundation parts of Angular 2. Is it any other foundation parts? It be it. It's always at least three. Um, you said you said that you start with a with a uh, the the yeah the the foundation the different yeah, papers, I, uh, yeah. key concepts I, key I can concepts, name, yeah yeah so component then I can mention uh, dependency injection framework uh, which is also rewritten in Angular two from uh, scratch uh, and it's really powerful and flexible. Uh, maybe maybe uh, we'll uh, mention a, a bit later on on this. And also, what is um, really new in Angular two is uh, data flow. So uh, while effect of Angular one uh, is uh, two way binding, when you type something in your template and uh, it's uh, reflected to your model automatically. And of course, uh, sooner or later, you will face uh, the, the limit uh, of how many watchers can you have uh, at, in your application at, at one time. And uh, I, 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 for Angular 1, there is kind of magic number equals 2,000. Uh, so it's considered that if uh, you have more than 2,000, uh, watchers on your page, uh, to more than 2,000 um, two-way bindings, your application uh, will be really, really slow. And uh, that's, uh, that's natural. Uh, you can't uh, add more and more wa watchers. It's kind of um, non-right non way to build your app. And uh, that's why in Angular 2, it's completely new, the, 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 the data flow. Uh, you can uh, 
use all good all good uh, two-way binding, but it's kind of uh, disabled by by default. You have to specify that explicitly. Uh, and now, data flow is uh, unidirectional, uh, and uh, it's uh, you know it's it's common for modern uh, web frameworks. Maybe it all uh, came from uh, ideas of how React.js built. So you you stream your data and properties in one way, and you stream your events the opposite way. And uh, you kind of keep the, the state of your application in, um, in one, one single place. And, uh, and that, that works really, really nice, and that was, works really efficient. And um, as I've seen, the Angular 2 applications are up to five times faster than uh, corresponding Angular 1 applications. Wow. Just yeah, yeah. That's uh, because of um, this unified data flow and uh, super smart change detection. And uh, change detection is uh, it, it's it's built so smart that uh, mm, <laughs> I can say that uh, it changes uh, it it. it uh, follow the the changes only when you really need it. Uh, so no kind of empty cycles with checking everything. So it's built really smart way. So you you can you can be sure that uh, if you architected your app right, you will you will get it fast. Uh, one thing that um, this kind of uh, single-page applications that you, you see that are also different between them is, the, of course, the templating language is the mustache uh, templating language or whatever. Uh, is that changed between Angular 2 or and Angular 1? Uh, I can say that uh, it's uh, extended. Mm, so you you can still use this uh, double curly braces syntax for um, the uh, for the properties and so on. Yeah, for mm. for interpolation. Uh, but in addition, you have uh, more nice uh, sugar. So bracket uh, square 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 brackets. Uh, uh, it's always about property binding. Uh, emphasis, it's about event binding. Uh, hash sign, it's about uh, local template uh, variables. And uh, the most complex one is uh, for two-way data binding. When you have uh, parentheses wrapped into square brackets. So you have to be really, really explicit to, to set this up. And of, often uh, Angular 2 is blamed for this um, kind of complex template syntax. So many brackets, brackets of <laughs> every possible type and even double brackets. But I think it looks nice. And uh, often uh, people say that this is not uh, valid HTML, but actually 
it, it, it's valid uh, because following the standards, all these uh, brackets are part of uh, the, the name of uh, HTML attributes. So no, no problems with uh, breaking the HTML rules. No, we, we are not breaking it. And if uh, your favorite uh, IDE uh, doesn't support uh, all these uh, new features yet you can always fall back to canonical prefix based uh, syntax so instead of this uh, brackets you can use uh, something like bind dash something and it will work as well so we can say that uh, these brackets are just uh, syntax sugar so uh... From your perspective, what is the biggest uh, uh, change? Uh, so, with some uh, some some uh, uh, the features up for for Angular two, what what's the biggest thing that you th think is uh, yeah? Why should I use Angular two instead of Angular one? What's the biggest thing? Is it comp uh, components? Uh, I think I think it's uh, it's more common. It's uh, architecture and this architecture allow you to build really scalable applications so you you will you cannot worry about sooner or later my app will be became slow after I add more watchers on on page after I add more complex templates no since you're kind of forced to split your app into these separate pieces, it's completely okay. And uh, another nice uh, feature uh, is uh, flexibility. You can write Angular 2 application in one of, uh, we can say, four languages. Uh, first, uh, this is Dart. That's why Angular is not Angular JS anymore. It's just Angular, and there are two parts: uh, Angular Dart and Angular JS. Uh, also, you can write it in uh, um, regular JavaScript in uh, ES5. And uh, I really do not recommend. Uh, to do it because uh, you will lose all this uh, laconic uh, syntax. Next, you can uh, use ES2015 or ExmoScript 6 uh, and uh, classes from this uh, new standard of uh, ECMAScript are fit perfectly the component idea. So we can say that Angular Component is uh, ES6 class with uh, some meta information attached. But uh, what's, um, the, what I recommend to use to write applications in Angular 2 is TypeScript. Uh, by, yeah, by, by the way, this is uh, language from Microsoft. So we can say that uh, Microsoft contributed uh, into Angular 2 really seriously. And uh, fortunately, we don't have uh, one more um, superset of uh, JavaScript called uh, AdScript. So initially, uh, Angular team developed uh, their own 
um, superset of uh, JavaScript. Uh, but fortunately, after uh, some collaborations with Microsoft, we have only only one uh, nice uh, add-on or superset of uh, JavaScript, which allows us to use typings and uh, other cool stuff. Uh, so TypeScript fits Angular 2 really, really cool. And uh, I'm sure you will enjoy writing Angular 2 applications in, in, uh, in TypeScript. And uh, TypeScript has incredibly good tooling support in, uh, in all the editors I, I, in IDEs I've seen. So for example, my personal uh, Favorite one is uh, Atom, and uh, you can catch and fix so many errors even before you start your application by just some smart hints uh, from from the TypeScript uh, precompiler. I, it, my understanding was so that uh, the Angular team uses uh, the Microsoft Edge Visual Studio Code to develop in. Yeah, I uh, I also. Uh, seen this uh, statement somewhere on on the internet, and I asked uh, Angular team directly in uh, our Slack channel, "What guys do you use?" And yes, some of uh, team members use Visual Studio Code, and that works nice. And uh, f furthermore, uh, Angular two is written itself in TypeScript. That's that's awesome uh, collaboration between uh, Google and Microsoft. I can say. Mm -hmm. uh if we if we compare this to other single page application frameworks, uh, of course you I, yeah if I understand you correctly you prefer Angular but have you tested some other single page application frameworks and can compare them with the new Angular two? Uh, I'm pretty sure that you you want to ask me about React. <laughs> of course I I tried it uh, and uh, you know. Uh, both frameworks are cool. I'm not um, those guy who kind of uh, likes uh, holy wars and uh, will say about oh use only Angular or use only React. No, I've seen so many presentations uh, comparing uh, React and Angular, and I can say that uh, React and Angular two are quite similar in their concepts, uh, at least uh, about data flow. I don't know uh, who was first, probably React, uh, but uh, as a result, uh, you can use and you're recommended to use uh, the same data flow in uh, Angular 2 applications. So, um, but you should, uh, but you uh, should should never combine React and Angular two together, or? Uh, no, uh, everything is possible. For example, uh, I combine uh, Angular one applications uh, with with React. I uh, for for production I use mostly Angular one point five, uh, and it works with uh, React really nice. As, uh, by using some uh, third-party uh, modules, why not? And uh, I I didn't try it with Angular two, but I'm sure that it's possible. At least uh, you can uh, take the 
uh, flux and uh, redux uh, ideas uh, uh, from from React world to write your Angular two applications. I'm not sure that you will need uh, really real combination of Angular two and uh, React code. So I, I uh, imagine use cases where you you will need it because they are so so similar in uh, in their ideas of, for example, data flow. But uh, yes, of course, uh, they are different in uh, templating. So uh, I can say that uh, in Angular you have uh, HTML and uh, in uh, React, you kind of generate all the HTML in in, in your script, uh, but but both but, work nice. Okay, uh, uh, sometimes I hear complaints about uh, this kind of big uh, frameworks such as Angular, such as Ember, and maybe not not so much Knockout because it's not so big. What do you have a say about that? That you should use Angular. Is that the, the big framework? Uh, some uh, some developers prefer to have small frameworks so they can switch them and use several inside the one project. Uh, yes, of course. If you selected to use some framework, you are kind of forced to follow its rules. And uh, but on the other hand, if you decide to go vanilla and sooner or later you will uh, you will write your own framework and this is a question will it be better than mm, one of uh, the open source ones or or not so do you have all the kind of uh, possibilities and the time to to go re really deep into details how it's uh, it works internally uh, how um, do you have a knowledge about creating some really cool stuff under the hood of of the of the framework uh, for example uh, you know th there are some magic things in angular 2 like this change detection like uh, possibility to use uh, Web workers like this uh, shadow dom, and uh, you, you will never uh, create uh, some similar functionality on your own, even even if you are a team. Soon or later, you will uh, take this module from one framework, this module from another. Some you will write something on your own. And uh, this is the question: Will it be more robust and uh, flexible and uh, powerful than uh, than this uh, big framework with strict rules? So it's kind of personal and per project choice. And maybe uh, you said before that with Angular One, when you do a really big application, and maybe use Angular not as it was meant to be, it could be rather slow. So maybe. This uh, developers has that experience, and we hope that in Angular 2 we don't get that problem. Um, actually, 
uh, you have to try to write Angular one application uh, slow, and of course, of course, if you've chosen uh, nice architecture. Uh, it, it's hard to make it slow. You, so but but you said about uh, what you have many properties that was... Uh, yes, yes, but, but then, then, then there is a question. Do you really need so many uh, bindings on yeah, one? Yeah, I understand. Maybe you could split yeah. it. So it's most mostly question uh, to you as a software architect, front-end architect. Uh, but uh, yes, that. So, uh, Angular 2 gives us more flexibility here, and uh, I really like this uh, one-directional data flow. It changes the, the mind, it changes the, the way you think about uh, application, and again, this is not... Uh, Angular team invention. This, this is I can say this is modern approach of building uh, web front end applications. So nothing new actually. So maybe this is a stupid question. If you should start a new project today, you mm -hmm. should will you will of course use Angular two even if it's not uh, released yet. Yes, definitely Angular two. It, it, it's it's really really close to release. Uh, I think this is just a question of uh, maybe some some weeks, uh, and uh, it's quite stable from from the beta. Uh, so I, I remember uh, during my talk uh, at dot JS in Paris in in December, it was alpha forty eight yet. And uh, after they released beta, uh, beta, there were some really breaking changes. Like, for example, they changed uh, the kebab case to camel case everywhere in templates. But I don't remember such uh, big changes uh, during uh, betas. So now it's beta, I don't remember, 8 or 9. And... Uh, it's quite stable in terms of uh, API, in terms of uh, syntax, so it's safe to start your project now. It will uh, probably not be broken after release. I see the main problem uh, with uh, purely documented uh, APIs. So now if you go to the website, uh, to angular.io, uh, you will see not yet documented uh, in front of uh, many uh, API functions. And um, not so many good and best practices yet. So not so many blog uh, articles, uh, explanations with how to build your application the best best way so you have to you have to be um, explore yourself a bit you have a, a, you of course were working with angular 2 for a long time so do you have any uh, <laughs> last uh, tips that you can give us when we will start doing a new angular 2 uh, project do you have some tips that we should do and some anti-tips or anti-patterns, what we don't should do when we start a new project? Uh, it's uh, not so easy to answer. Uh, what I would recommend, uh, I would recommend to go through uh, 
official uh, starting guide on the on the website. It's written uh, in a nice and interesting way, and it will give you the main uh, uh, overview of, of of main features. And what I would not recommend uh, to start the new Angular two application is. Uh, some articles uh, comparing <laughs> React and uh, Angular 2 because in most articles the information is uh, obsolete, outdated, and uh, you will just get the uh, wrong picture on on this framework. Thank you very much, Maximian Salnikov. It was really great to uh, learn Angular 2, and I can't wait on getting my hands on Angular 2 and try it out myself. I, when I started with Angular 1 just to, to, to learn it, it was a bit, uh, <laughs> maybe for, for me anyway, a bit complicated and other frameworks, single patch application was a bit uh, simpler. I have one that called, um, I don't remember it, but it seems that Angular 2 is a bit easier to learn and to get uh, hold on. Is it right? Do you think so? Mm. Or is it a yes? Name? Yes and no. Uh, uh, Angular one, yes, you're absolutely correct. Uh, Angular one has uh, kind of steep learning curve comparing to other frameworks because it introduces it, it introduces uh, some uh, entities that uh, you have to learn about at the beginning, but uh, later. Uh, they will help you so much to build a neat and well-structured application. Uh, Angular 2, on, on uh, one hand, uh, it just kind of follows the modern uh, web standard. And uh, if you know the web components, if your RK is TypeScript, if you know what uh, classes are, yes, it will be uh, much more simpler for you to start. But the, there is a question, are you familiar with all this stuff? So for me, uh, Angular 2 starts with um, new web standards. Uh, so if you know the features of uh, ECMAScript 6, if you are familiar with, uh, if you know what web components are, if you tried TypeScript, yes, it's just easy peasy for you. You just uh, use your knowledge and uh, add some spice on top of it and bam, you have an Angular 2 application. It just uh, just uh, use uh, some nice API uh, things from, from the framework. Uh, but if you just uh, started, and uh, if you're, I don't know, in uh, still in jQuery world, yes, it will be just uh, a bit complex for you to start, just because of you have to get so much uh, information, not about Angular 2, but about web standards it's built on. I think from, from my background, Angular 2 will be much easier to learn. So that's a really great uh, end of our discussions. Uh, at least uh, now I have a framework that I can learn as the old guy here, working mostly with the, with the 
with static typing languages and and classes and so on. So yes, I, you will feel yourself like at home in Angular. <laughs> Thank you very much, uh, Maxim. And uh, maybe we see each other later in some conference, talking about or me listening to you talking about Angular too. Thank you very much for you took Thank your time you today. Thank you for inviting.